we're back. Hey, hey, hey. Do you say that at the beginning of every... No. Yes, you do. <laughs> I don't. Hey, y'all. It's Renee. And it's Korea. And we are back with another episode of Go Cup. Um, this is number episode number two of our like summer recap binge. Yeah. So I, y'all best be binging. Yeah, because a lot of you have been hitting us up like you were missing our episodes but nobody was offering to babysit nope nobody was babysitting and um so we had these kids up in here and stand up in our faces so y'all wasn't getting no go cup podcast yeah and we said we were working so we hope you enjoyed halo pussy our last episode and now you're ready to dive into today's topics yes I know that I enjoyed our episode, Halo Pussy. I listened to it twice. You did? <laughs> it was funny. I listened to it like three-fourths of a way through. Oh, you have to finish it. The end is the best. Oh, okay. Maybe. Yeah, you yeah, gotta finish it, it. It's really good. Um, Y'all have to find out why it's called Halo Pussy, and you gotta listen to the whole thing to find out. I think if they're listening to this episode, they probably listened to Halo Pussy first. I mean, how do you pass up the episode called Halo Pussy? I would be scared. (laughs) (laughs) You would. (laughs) We don't have a title for this episode yet, so. Well, we we develop them as we go along. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, I don't really have any updates, except I'm still enjoying the last few moments of my... um, Furlough. Furlough. Yes. And uh, that's it. That's it. Okay. What's our word of the day, Korea? Zank. Zank. Yes. Spell that. Z-A-N-K. I thought or, Zank was spelled Z-I-N-K. Actually, it's actually how you would pronounce, if you were from New Orleans, how you would pronounce a word that's spelled S-I-N-K. Sink. Exactly. <laughs> okay, Renee. So use zank in a sentence. If you don't get your ass up and put that cup in the zank, you're going to catch these hands. You say catch these hands on many episodes, too. Maybe I might be slightly abusive. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe if you threaten to beat your child but don't actually ever beat your child, is that abuse? Yeah. Oh. It's verbal abuse. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Hmm. That's um, good to know. Yes. Um, I'm asking for a friend. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> um, so our NOLA first, Renee uh, alluded to this on our last episode, but after I threw up at the tin roof, is that what it's called? Hot tin. Hot tin. Hot tin. Um, you didn't tell the people where you threw up. Oh, <laughs> after I threw up at Hot Tin after the party, um, we went to Trolley Stop. Yes. Okay, so we didn't tell people. Okay, so Trolley Stop is like a, a staple. Okay, like that used to be a 24-hour place where... Restaurant. Restaurant. Where you would go after you went clubbing. So like you would go out with your people. You would get really, 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 really drunk. And no matter what time... How many drunk? How many really, really? Really, really, 
really, really, really five really <laughs> five really drunks. <laughs> and then you would no matter what time of day it was, you would go to trolley stop to eat and sober sober up. Right. Yeah. And so it was on whatever that Gordon Ramsay show is. Where Hell's they like, Kitchen or something. I don't know. Is that no, what's that Hell's Kitchen is where people compete. Oh. Well, it's a Gordon Ramsay show. Where they, like, fix up restaurants, right? Yeah. Uh, where he goes in and, like, sees what's wrong with the restaurant and fixes it. And Charlie's y'all, y- y'all know we ain't good with our facts. Never. And uh, we just got a TV this summer so that we didn't have to watch our kids. So. It didn't work. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, Gordon Ramsay went into the restaurant and sort of got them together the owner of the restaurant passed it down to like his grandson or something and the grandson wasn't doing shit and like the restaurant was just running rogue and it was dirty and disgusting um and so now it's the new trolley stop right so this was the first time i've eaten at it since it's been the new trolley stop yeah okay what did you think i like the dirty trolley stop same (laughs) oh my god yeah, I like so I was drunk or whatever, but and I had to take a nap at the at the table and stuff. But I ordered catfish and fries, and I'm pretty sure it was not catfish. What was it? Fish. What kind of fish? Unidentifiable fish. How did like? How it did just you... wasn't catfish or something. I don't know. That's. I don't know. It. it it, it took great. you a really long time to eat it. I kept having to say, Korea, are you eating? Are you eating your food? Well, because I had to take naps in between. <laughs> <laughs> but it just wasn't delicious like before. That oh. grease just didn't hit right. It didn't hit right? Oh, What did man. you have? Oh, see, this is bad because I can barely remember what I even had. I used to always get the patty milk. Always. But um, this time, you didn't have a burger. You always get. I burger. did. I did. I had the burger. Obviously, it wasn't good. It, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. It was so disappointing. Yeah. It wasn't good, and I don't know. I'm. I'm. I'm not going back there. No. Rest I'm, in peace, old trolley. Old dirty trolley stop. Yep. Forget that. <laughs> All right, so if you are drunk, you might not, and you're not from here, you don't know the old trolley stop, it might be fine. Yeah, if you just need some food on your stomach. Yeah, yeah. But they ain't even open 24 hours. Yeah, they are, aren't they? Nope. It was like 2 in the morning, so. No, they said the kitchen closed at 2. Oh, that is so what's Terribly. the point? Yeah. Like, what is even the point? There's no point. Nobody's making it there by two. No. We just old ladies. For real. Anyways. All right. Moving on. Our first lukewarm topic of the day. Is what? Bluebell liquors. That don't even much sound right, Korea. <laughs> That's what they are. That's what they are. What is, what is a bluebell liquor? So this girl started going to like grocery stores, went to a grocery store, recorded herself opening a container of bluebell ice cream and licking it and then putting it back in the freezer. That's disgusting. It is disgusting. Like, no, it's disgusting. <laughs> like, it took me to a level of hate for this person that I don't even know. Like, 
who thinks to do that? Was it pints or was it gallons? It was like a, not a gallon, it's a half gallon, right? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, it was like a giant thing of Bluebell. Oh, my God. That is, first of all, disease-ridden. Right. Like, that is so nasty. Yes. I can't even, I can't even think about it. Like, that is just so, so, so nasty. And uncalled for. Seriously, I hope a tongue fall off. And so, I think she was charged. I don't know if, like, any, if she's actually, like, gonna go to jail or whatever, but, like... I I feel like that's as bad as like poisoning people's medicine. Like you know how people when like like you can get charged for poisoning medicine in the aisles of the medication. You know what I mean? Like I don't know what you're talking about. Like if you go to the pharmacy and you open up medicine and you put in like something that's not supposed to be in the actual medication, Mm -hmm. that's a crime. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's just as bad. Oh, okay. Yeah, it, it's it's wrong, and you know, I don't know necessarily that she needs to get go to jail, but like, she needs to do something. Is she mentally disturbed? She just was trying to get likes and followers and go viral. Oh, she got a virus for sure. I don't know <laughs> what kind of virus she got, but she got some kind of virus because, like, that's just. I mean, something is wrong with her. Yeah terrible um yeah so if you think that that's a good idea or that it's funny or anything like that or if you have an idea of doing something that's like disgusting and gonna get you noticed by the world just don't no don't do that don't do it grow up um so next up is lsu football locker room just mm-hmm. got a new 28 million 28 dollar 28 million dollar renovation have you seen it i have what do you think about it i think it's beautiful yeah yep it's really fancy it's really fancy i mean tell the tell the listeners what it looks like it looks like a futuristic um locker room like you know they um, it looks really fancy. Obviously, it's purple and gold, overflowing everywhere. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is giant sized. <laughs> it is. <laughs> everything is giant sized. I noticed that I th- saw that they have like individual like sleeping pods mm-hmm. for the players, like by you know each of their locker stations and everything. Yeah, they designed it after like an airplane, so they made it like first class sleeping pods where players can gather in between classes and watch film and like do stuff get a nap um and i think that that's great it's a better use of space in my opinion so when i went to lsu which was not that long ago (laughs) um literally it was like five years ago um they the buildings was were falling apart like it was pretty disgusting in a lot of the buildings and the library they there were like three libraries on campus and the ceilings in like the main library were falling down no joke i'm not lying like it was disgusting you couldn't stay in there long you couldn't really study in there um a lot of the um classrooms you know were dated you know technology was not great so for them to spend that type of money on the locker rooms, um, 
on the on on that facility is very controversial. Like, yeah, super it, controversial. It, it sparked a big debate because people feel like that's excessive. But you know, apparently the whole thing was don't was money that was raised by the Tiger Athletic Foundation. Mm-hmm. So it it wasn't. Student money, I'm reading this directly from WAFB in Baton Rouge. There's no student money, no academic money, no tuition or fees or state dollars used in the renovation of the football operations center, Mm -hmm. which includes the locker room. Mm -hmm. That's private donations done through the Tiger Athletic Foundation. Um, I know Tyron Matthew donated a good bit of money um, towards the renovations. So technically, you know, it's not like they had this money that was raised through the university or that came from student fees and they took it and donated it all back to the athletes. It's athletic money that went to the athletes. But I think that, I think people also are concerned. They show concern because they're just like, why don't people care about academics as much? Yeah. You know? Um, But when you think about the Tiger Athletic Foundation is comprised of people who probably played LSU football Mm -hmm. and then a good bit of football players go on to play in the NFL. So if someone donates Mm -hmm. (laughs) $20,000 of their NFL money, like that goes a long way. It's it's an athlete paying it forward for, for athletes. Right. I get that. I totally get that. And listen, I mean... I'm just being the devil's advocate here, but yeah. because here's the bottom line, you know, I, I have always said that like, you know, I don't even understand still why college, um, you know, NCAA players aren't able to be compensated. Like I yeah. still believe that they should be compensated. They put a lot on the line. You know, they sacrifice a lot. They work hard their entire lives in order to even, you know, play at at the collegiate level. And so for them to work so hard and still not be able to receive any funds... Um, they can at least live a cushy lifestyle while they're there. While they're there. And, the, and they still, like, they are still, like, busting their asses every week, you know, while they're in school. Yeah. And That's they're in sure. school and they're playing. Yeah, Like, it's, I, I agree. I think, you know, if they're not going to be given money, at least they can. First of all, let's not act like um, athletics and football, especially in the South, is not a, a huge big, deal. huge to-do. Like, right. it is a huge deal. It's a lavish lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Like, let's not act like that's not what it is. So, it's it's fair right. to say that, like, someone who comes from that or believes in that or values that gives money back because they feel like that's what they deserve. And so let them get their motivation. Mm-hmm. Like... And let them enjoy it. Yeah. And then also you also, there is also the aspect of needing to entice and recruit other top players. Exactly. To continue to be, you know, a competitive program. Right. And then there there might be buildings falling apart and that's not, (laughs) that's not what the majority of people who come on campus see. Right. And so people come there to experience LSU football and money that goes into LSU football is, they raise a lot of money Uh from it and they don't put all of that money back into athletics. Right. And like, they do other things like renovate the 
gym and right. like put a lazy river and shit like that. Like, <laughs> Let me ask you something. What does. would you say is like okay? I know like what there's what like 12 13 percent african-american student population at lsu you asking me to know facts i think that i think that there is 12 13 percent african-american student population at lsu if you had to guess what would you say was the percent of p- football players that were african-american 98 <laughs> like the entire football team right like yeah and, they, yeah and i mean people are still flying confederate flags during football games and shit like that like let them have it yeah yeah what else are they getting let them have it like you go out into a ra- racist atmosphere atmosphere god right. can i speak today um to play and you know, all people see you as is just a, a football player. Yes. That yeah. you need to get a job done. And so why not? Yeah. Yeah. Like, why not? I agree. They're leaving their families behind. Mm-hmm. You know, they're coming from, you know, poor communities. Lots of times. Most of the time. Mm-hmm. Leave them. Leave them alone. Right. Let them enjoy. Let them experience something different from what they've experienced before. Yeah, yeah. I think it's only fair, and I and I think that it is also a good segue into the potential life that they're going to have on the other side mm-hmm. of college. Yeah, really, because if they are successful and if they do make it professionally mm-hmm. um then potentially they're going to be professional players right. and they're going to have access to different a different lifestyle and they need to learn how to start navigating those types of experiences yeah you can't go from never having those experiences to all of a sudden having access to everything Right. With and, and and being okay. Yeah. There needs to be a bridge. Mm-hmm. And that's what college is about. Yeah. Supposedly. Because you're going to be acting like a nigga who ain't never had shit. And then we, and, <laughs> we, and we know what happens. <laughs> we know what happens. Yes. Everybody knows. We all know what happens. Um. So, you know, we talked a little bit about how a lot of these athletes are you know, coming from poverty. And I think that that's a good segue into our, like, main topic for today, Um, which is uh, sort of having a baby, becoming a mother or parent in Louisiana, and how, you know, your level of poverty or being black affects that. Okay. Um, So... We, we talked on our last episode about being doulas and assisting women in childbirth. And um, I would say a big difference in a lot of what's happening now with our clients are that most of our clients now are black women. Of course, if you can afford our services, you're not a black woman necessarily um, who's coming from poverty. And if you are, you're making a lot of sacrifices to hire our agency. But I feel like a lot of women are looking for doula support, even though they're not looking to have an unmedicated natural birth, which is like the traditional idea of what a doula um, does. 
because they are afraid of what happens when you go into a hospital to have a baby. And the reason why a lot of women now, today, are afraid of what happens when you go into a hospital to have a baby is because in because in Amer- America is unfortunately the number one place in the developed world where um the most dangerous place. is the most dangerous place to have a baby and unfortunately um new orleans is the top place in the developed world to most dangerous the most dangerous <laughs> place in the developed world for a black woman to have a baby yeah um so in new orleans you know well black women are one are three times more likely to suffer from to die or have their baby die during childbirth and it's really scary and then the rates for new orleans especially to row hospital um are just disheartening yeah, so, I mean, literally, and, and here's the thing, let, let, let's be clear about this. They're not dying from, like, crazy, extraordinarily weird things happening. They're dying from things that, that are nor- all, almost all preventable. That are preventable, that you're not supposed to die from. They're dying from things that happen to other people all the time that they don't die from. They're dying from regular things that happen all the time when people have babies and they don't die. Right. So, um, according to this, you know, um, investigation from USA Today, the hospitals are blaming the rising maternal deaths and injuries on problems that are beyond their control. And basically, they're they're saying that the reason why this is happening is because of poverty and pre-existing medical conditions as the driving factors in making America the most dangerous place in the developed world to give birth. However, the World Health Organization and every other um every other reputable, you know, organization says that is not true. They're saying that no, that's not a fact and that indeed, you know, mm-hmm. basically the women are dying in in America and in New Orleans, and specifically, you know, at Turo, bec- from you know, yeah, from from things they're not supposed to die from, basically. Right. Um, so basically, these things are happening more often than they looked at 120 hospitals. Turo was like one of the worst places. Um was basically like the worst place to have a baby and because it's happening there more often than at most hospitals and these are things such as um they are more than twice as likely to have blood transfusions hysterectomies seizures heart attacks strokes and other indicators that their deliveries turn deadly and when they asked Tuvro about it they said that the they serve medically vulnerable patient population and called the analysis of the hospital data unsound and they wouldn't answer any questions about it 
Um, and it's just really sad. It's like other hospitals do basic things. Like, you know, they take the pads from underneath the women when they have when they're giving birth and they collect all of them they don't throw them away and then they weigh them to make sure they don't go over a certain weight meaning they check to make sure they're not losing too much blood right. because if you're losing too much blood that's called hemorrhaging and that means you're bleeding out and right. you need to get more blood right right and so it's just basic things that like that that are that they know right they know can save a person's life that they just don't do. Right. And also they're just not listening to black women and their complaints. Right. So when a black woman says, hey, I have a headache, I feel dizzy, whatever, they're like, oh, you're fine. You just had a baby. You'll be fine. And not checking blood pressure. <laughs> right. This is a big thing. And so sometimes, um, you know, we'll... We are on top of those things when we're in a, in a birthing room. But, and sometimes we'll point it out or, you know, in rare instances, I'll ask the nurses. I try not to really, like, speak for patients or, you know, really step on anybody's toes. But sometimes I just have to let them know that, like, I see you. Yeah. Or, or, or also, you know, just because there's additional voice there or additional set of eyes or they recognize that this mother and or this couple has taken the time to bring in a doula that mm -hmm. they know that oh they take this very seriously and let me cross my t's and dot my eyes mm -hmm. and un and it's unfortunate that you know it takes that to make them receive the care that every single woman who goes to the hospital to have a baby should receive. Yeah, and even though you're having a baby in the hospital, like it's a hospital, hospitals are scary, medical things are happening, like you understand that this is still one of the m most important moments of your life. So like you want to you want to be able to enjoy it and not be like fighting for your life. Exactly. And, and it's, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And we don't usually get this heavy <laughs> on our podcast but we wanted to shed some light on like what's happening because we are black women um both who've had very traumatic experiences around this very topic and we wanted to give some education on what it is that we do and really um just spread the word so that if there's someone listening, they can tell a friend to tell a friend when they're pregnant. Like, hey, you know what really would make a difference is if you hired a doula. Right. Um, I hear that that would really improve your experience. The same way you would hire a wedding, wedding plan. planner. Yeah. When you're having when you're planning a wedding, having a doula to help you like know what your options are and um, just help you know like what to expect during this the process and keep you. And keep the experience, like, something that is enjoyable. Personal, yeah. personal and enjoyable and on track for your goals and your family's plan. Mm -hmm. um, that is important. That is very important. So Yeah, because um, nurses and doctors, they do it maybe ten times a day some days. Um, and they're not, they're not going to give you the type of attention and care that you would want. When you're having a baby, and I don't care if it's your 10th baby or your first baby, 
you know, it's it your baby. Yeah. <laughs> um, so just, you know, to let you guys know that it's not a service that everyone opts for, but it definitely is for everyone. So we just wanted to let you know that it exists and that this is a problem in in our country, that black women are dying three to four times more than white women. Yes, and um, it's affordable. It's affordable and it's, uh, you know, it costs less than what most people spend on a baby shower. And it can save your wife's, your sister's life and, or their baby's life. Mm -hmm. So um, spread the word about a doula. D-O-U-L-A. Yep. And, um, yeah, if you have any questions, DM us. Definitely. Um, so, yeah, be being a mom, becoming a mom is really hard. And I don't, does the job ever get easier? Um, as far as I can tell, it doesn't. It's <laughs> <laughs> <Just> hard, you. <laughs> uh, we have experienced, oh, doozy of a summer yes we have but every summer is a doozy summers are so high <laughs> and the question is why is it so hard to be a mom in the summertime i think that it's because um it's hot mm -hmm. and i think that our you know we don't have breaks we don't have the school day to, you know, break up the load a little bit to mm -hmm. interrupt, you know, the t the actual hands-on time with our kids. Yeah. That makes a difference for me. Yeah. How about you? Um, I saw something that said like you know, when we were kids, you used to your parents would like basically lock you outside. Yeah. And tell you to come back when the sun went down. Yeah. And they like slip snacks through the door. <laughs> the you, drink you drink from out. the water holes. Yeah. Um, but now we know, and, and, and people are like, it's more dangerous now, but it's not more dangerous now. Like, people are just speaking up more. Right. Um, there's more access. Like, you can like do things quicker and easier. Like, we're more aware of what's happening. Yeah. Those things always happened. Now we just know it's happening. And we know that it's bad. Right. You know, like, it's not good. Um, so I don't think that it's dangerous now, but I saw something that said basically that, like, you know, now that we are more aware of the dangers of our society and, like, things like health, what your kids should be eating during the day, like, it's not okay for you to just slide Vienna sausages and oranges outside <laughs> right. for your kids. Or, right, they can't just stay in the heat for eight hours straight without sunscreen and be hydrated exactly. and all that. You know you can't just, like, not teach your kid anything all summer and send them back to school. Right. Like, they won't remember anything from the school year. Like, we just know these things now, and we're, we're more aware of it, and... So it makes it harder to parent. It does. You cannot just check out. I mean, you can. You, it's a bad idea. <laughs> You're going to have some serious mom guilt. <laughs> um, and so just things are so different. And so now we are our kids' entertainers, their chauffeurs, their chefs. Counselors. Their, yes, their teachers, all of this. We, we have to maintain all of this or our kids will not be able to keep up. 
Nobody cared. Nobody cared when we were kids if you sat and sat, you know, spent your whole day outside and didn't know shit when you went back to school. Nobody cared. I mean, like in our elementary school, there was like one boy who had been kept back the whole time like I was there. Well, there wasn't tests the first day you went back to school. Right. Or summer reading books and this and that or whatever. Exactly. And there you wasn't know? like uh the leap test like if you don't pass it you gone basically your whole life is ruined <laughs> like right you know and you didn't have to like you know compete for an education yeah yeah so things are just so different and it's it's so hard to manage because not manage it managing it there are a lot of costs the stakes associated. are high <laughs> there are a lot of costs associated um either negative or financially like right. You don't do that, then you have to pay for STEM camp and basketball camp and uh, healthy cooking classes and, like, all of this other shit that, like, now exists that costs $225 a day. Right. The stakes are high. (laughs) Yeah, like, it's so hard. And I just, I don't know how, who who said, who's supposed to do this? I don't know. Did you decide if you're going to have a baby yet? Hell no. <laughs> I need a GoFundMe. <laughs> Korea needs a GoFundMe for her Halo pussy baby. <laughs> like, what? Do this again with another person who is just as expensive? Do you know how many whole chickens I bought this summer for my child? <laughs> At least. How many weeks are in the summer? Eight? If there were eight weeks, we I bought 16 chickens. <laughs> And about 52 avocados. <laughs> Do you know how much that costs? One whole chicken at Whole Foods is like $13. <laughs> this is ridiculous. <laughs> nobody believes Nobody believes how much food our little bitty ass kids eat. It's unreal. But if they saw, like if, if anybody could just sit in our kitchen for one day, we should record it and just speed up the like film one day and just like just for proof no one wants to see that it's disgusting (laughs) (laughs) they eat so much oh my god yeah um being a mom in the summertime really you know it's just it's just really hard i think next summer maybe we should start a summer camp for moms well we're gonna have a real hiatus next summer real hiatus we are where do you guys think we should go when we evacuate new orleans for the whole entire summer next year we have some we have some top places that we're we're considering we're just gonna come in town for essence and korea's birthday well i don't want to be here for my birthday but for to get rained out that's true scratch that we're just coming (laughs) in town for essence it literally always is like clear for essence it's hot, everybody's just out drinking, having a good time, and then literally the next week it is a typhoon <laughs> for my birthday, and I'm over it. Okay, so we're going to have your party somewhere else. So we need to find a spot where we're going to summer next year. Yeah, I don't know where it's going to be, but it's going to be somewhere that ain't as hot. And, yeah. Wait, we have to take our kids with us? 
Unfortunately. Oh. <laughs> Baylor Daddy said he want to see her one week at the beginning of the summer and one week at the end of the summer. Ooh, that's going to be hard there. That don't sound like a hiatus. That sound like a hiatus. Hiatus. There you go. <laughs> Uh, 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 uh. That sounds like a scam to me. But we don't have no choice. But next summer, we're going to be filthy rich, and you're going to get two nannies, and I'm going to get two nannies. A day nanny and a night nanny. (laughs) They sleep at nighttime. Who, our kids? (laughs) No, they don't. Oh. You are a lie. I mean, they're supposed to be. But they don't, Korea. You said the other day, I don't know what Bela was doing, but she was up all night. I did say that. I don't know. I just And then know. you said the other day, Eli was up from three to five. Who child. They like, don't sleep. They're what are they? Newborns? <laughs> yes. 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 Honey the life doula. <laughs> can't do this. I'm getting depressed just thinking about doing this all over again. We're not there's, doing it. There's no. only two weeks of summer left. We Less than two weeks of summer. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Y'all Won't just don't know. he do it? He will do it. Y'all just don't know. Oh, my God. Oh. Ooh. I'm getting, I'm getting, ooh, I just feel so good. I'm getting goosebumps. I feel so sexy just if thinking I, about school, the first day of school. <laughs> What we're gonna do on the first day of school? First things first, we are we are toasting. Yeah. Like we're going to school with a bottle of champagne and cranberry juice. Yeah, I agree. And some champagne glasses, and and we're gonna stand outside, and we're gonna have several champagne glasses to hand out to the other parents too. <laughs> and we're gonna stand outside and toast. To all of them little Negroes going back to school. Right. We should just set up a table and like make like little shot glasses of champagne. We should make like a like a coffee station and champagne like coffee and mimosas for all the parents coming through and like just hand hand it to them. We espresso, should espresso oh, let's shots. Go, let's do go cups. Let's order go cups. Yeah, espresso shots. <laughs> I think it like shot cups. I'm like Espresso and then champagne. Like, <laughs> in the carpool line, would, would, is that illegal? Yeah, I think I'd go on the walk up. <laughs> <laughs> but really, in my mind, I'm like, okay, first day of school, um, champagne, the pool, uh, lounging, relaxing. Definitely. Let's go to the country club. Ooh, yeah. Let's go to the country club. Whoever would like to meet us um, on the first day of school at the country club, it's going to be a, a parent meetup. If you have to go to work that day, you should take off. Call in. Because you deserve it. You do. Fuck work. <laughs> <laughs> and that was Renee who said that. I, wasn't, <laughs> I know you think it was Korea. They wasn't thinking about you when you were suffering all summer No, they were adventure. not. No, they were not. No, they were not. Forget all of that. Forget they, was, they wasn't trying to give you no raise so you could afford to feed them mother 
no. Foster's no, they were not. No, they were not. Mm-mm. Forget them. Forget them. <laughs> they ain't worried about your life, your well-being. Mm-mm. That's a mental health day. A mental health day for all of, all of y'all. That's right. That's Meet us at the country club, baby. That's right. Is the country club open on Mondays? I don't know. We're going to find out. They need to open especially for us. <laughs> Excuse me, but we're Do you dying. open at 8 a.m.? <laughs> right. Right. Seriously. Uh, let's see. I'm going to visit their if, Instagram if, page. If they don't open at 8 a.m., we need to, like, open rent out a place. Like, people need to leave straight from dropping their kids off and meet us there. Yeah. Um, let's see. Uh, I don't see their hours. Y'all wear y'all school uniforms to the country club. <laughs> whatever. Yeah, yeah, whatever school you went to in high school, y'all go get that uniform and wear it to the country club on the first day of school. Wait a minute. I, everybody has different first day of schools. okay the country club is open seven days a week from 10 a.m to 1 a.m that sounds like a good i a good thing okay well well let's just make a date okay this is what and plus everybody's gonna hear this podcast at different times okay so we're gonna post on our insta pages okay at do happy stuff at nola nene and we're going to post where we're going to have this back-to-school jam. Mm-hmm. Because everybody has a back-to-school jam in NOLA. That's how you do it when you're from NOLA, New Orleans. But why would people wear their uniform to the pool? They they don't. You got to wear your, your um, swimsuit under your uniform. This is a bad plan. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I'm good at making bad plans. Yeah, no, that's not... That, forget what Renee said. Just wear your swimsuit in the carpool to drop your kid off. Have an ice chest in the back with some alcohol. and then, Meet us on the fly. Why would they have... You are so bad at making plans. <laughs> the fly, okay, the fly is basically just like the park. Like, it's just like an outdoor space where people go to just chill by the water. Okay, me, it's on the lakefront. <laughs> How the fuck would people have on swimsuits on the lake? Or on the fly? I don't know. Okay, me, it's at the country club. That's where that's Okay, we're gonna post it on our Insta oh. at Do Happy Stuff at Nola Day Day. Oh my god. And we're do gonna... not I know that we said that doulas are like wedding planners, but like <laughs> if you have for a birth. real for birth. If you have a real event to plan, don't ask Renee to help you. Don't she don't listen to Korea. I do plan events. Don't listen to Korea. <laughs> <laughs> I need pencil and paper. That's why. You're like, all right, cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Wear your uniform. Wear your high school uniform. (laughs) Whatever. We're having a back-to-school jam. The information. Information. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be on our Instagram pages. Uh And everybody is invited. That's right. Even if you don't have kids, because everybody in New Orleans got kids, you heard me. What? You was an auntie or uncle. 
Okay, Renee. <laughs> we talking about anything else? That's it. We're going to get sign off so we can go plan our Back information. To <laughs> <laughs> Back to school jam. Bye. Bye. Hey guys, it's Renee and Korea and I wanted to remind you to check us out on Instagram at GoCupShow or our individual Instagram pages. Korea's is at DoHappyStuff and Renee's is NolaNene. And also, um, make sure to subscribe. Subscribe, y'all. Come on, so that you can get notifications when these new podcasts come out. So that you're not way behind. Unless you want to binge listen, because I know how it be sometimes. But still subscribe. We would love that. Love to hear from y'all. Drop us some comments. Leave us a voicemail. Um, Make sure you rate us. Let us know how you're liking the show. This is so much fun. Ooh, and... If you want to be a guest on the show, please, please, please drop it in the comments. DM us. Let us know. We're looking for some fun New Orleans flavor to add in with us and um, share everything we got to see. Later.